down the runway, picking up speed. Ground moving fast underneath me. The wheels come up off the ground, high in the air where the birds abound. Some fly fast and some fly slow on the Peter Porter Show. Hi everyone, Captain Abel here, and welcome to the beautiful Grand Mountain Air Base, nestled snugly in the Grand Mountains, halfway between Kalaru and Upakataqua. Has anyone ever wronged you in some way? Something happens, and it makes you mad. And the more you see that person, the madder it makes you. You wait for an apology, or some form of recompense, some act of compensation to make things right. But if it doesn't come, or the longer you wait, the more that anger grows and festers until the small damage that was done by the other person seems to have doubled. Now, the question we have to answer, the question our pilot Charlie will have to answer is, who is responsible for that anger doubling? The other offending person or yourself? This is Porter Peter Yankee Zulu turning on to final. Is that you, Charlie? Roger, Colonel. Copy that, Charlie. You're cleared for landing. Be advised of aircraft in vicinity. This is Douglas, Yankee Bravo Foxtrot, on short final. Roger, Yankee Bravo Foxtrot. Be advised of Porter already on final. You may follow him in. I see him, Colonel. Now, as Charlie was just landing his plane, Peter Porter, Weather Vane McLean was coming in close behind him, flying a vintage Douglas DC-3 for Deerfield Aviation. They were using the old plane as part of Upakataqua's bicentennial anniversary. As Charlie slowed down on the end of the runway, McLean touched down at the beginning, racing up from behind. Nonchalantly, Charlie hesitated for a family of three deer to walk past before turning onto the taxiway. As McLean's DC-3 counter-rotated back to the tailwheel, McLean's view of the end of the runway was obscured, and being McLean, he did not zigzag his aircraft at taxi speed to see what was in front of him. Just as Charlie began exiting the runway, one of McLean's propellers on the twin-engine transport clipped Peter's rudder, chopping three quick grooves in the top of it. Immediately, the two pilots exited their aircraft. What in the world was that? Are you blind, McLean? What were you doing, Charlie? Did you fall asleep at the end of the runway? No more than you fell asleep at the controls. Haven't you ever flown a tail dragger before? And where'd you get that big bucket of bolts anyway? The scrapyard? Speaking of scrapyards, it looks like that's where Peter's headed. Well, it was a good thing the Colonel and Becky drove out to the end of the runway when they heard McLean's propeller saw through Charlie's rudder, or there was going to be a nasty fight on their hands. All right, you two, knock it off. I need you to get these aircraft off the runway and get inside to fill out your incident reports. There's other planes waiting to land. A few minutes later, and both planes were parked on the tarmac. During the short taxi, Charlie had the opportunity to calm down and remind himself that no one got hurt. Peter was completely repairable, and McLean made a simple mistake and deserved to be forgiven. Like I said, Charlie had the opportunity to, but he didn't take it. Instead, he put his feelings toward Peter ahead of his feelings toward another human being, and he let it fester, and grow, and bubble, and rage, until by the time he entered the pilot's lounge, he was ready to blow. Ouch, Charlie. What happened to Peter? 
Blind man McLean doesn't know how to taxi a tail drag. I heard that, Charlie. Don't try to turn this around on me. You're the one who parked on the end of the runway and didn't call me or anyone else to inform me that you were stopped. Stopped? I wasn't stopped. I just slowed down as three deer crossed the taxi strip. First, you landed too close. Second, you didn't check your visuals for me. This is obviously your fault and your responsibility to pay for my new run. Now stop right there. You're the one who was responsible for paying for my propeller to be hammered out. Deerfield will be furious when they hear what you did All to right, their plane. Sit down already. McLean, if you insist, we'll have to call the FAA inspector out here, and I'm sure they'll rule in favor of Charlie. So why don't you I don't just have to listen to any of this? I can't believe the stubborn mule-headedness of McLean. He should be apologizing and calling Deerfield right now to get me some money to fix Peter. I'll have to cancel all my jobs for the next week till I get a new rudder. Well, that's McLean for you. Anything for his reputation. Now what do you want? Uh, oh, hi Mr. Wing. Charlie. Sorry, I thought you were McLean. Yes, I was just examining the extent of the damage. Well, what do you think? It's a simple repair. None of the hinges were damaged or the vertical stabilizer. I could have it replaced in one day if I had the part. Well, that's a relief. In fact, I think Gary Flynn has a porter he's piecing out in Kalaru. If I make the call, you could fly there and be back before dark. Wow, that sounds great. I can start removing the damaged one now. Get the new one on before noon tomorrow. That's great news, huh, Charlie? It sure is. I'm lucky to have friends like you two. All you have to do is fly McLean's Otter over there and you'll be back before dark. Did you say fly McLean's Otter? Forget it. I'm not going to ask that pompous hack for anything. I'm going to wait for McLean or Deerfield to pay for my repairs. Charlie! Wow, talk about stubborn pride. How many days of work will Charlie lose waiting for that? I don't know, Mr. Wing. I don't know. Well, Charlie was bitter, and that bitterness at McLean was keeping him from moving on with his job as a pilot. Sometimes we call that childishness, but adults act just the same sometimes. If Charlie could only forgive McLean, not that McLean deserved to be forgiven, but if Charlie could, then Charlie could get on with his life. And now for a little number by the Barnstormer Band. I can be free can't control me, carry no grudge, blemish or smudge, I choose to live, and that means forgive, don't burden me, I can be free. Doubtless by now you've heard from the sages, the width of the ages breaks out of cages, all that bitterness, rage and rancor, drags like an anchor, gnaws like a canker, soul remorse. Fights avoid you, breaking down the case or the blame Won't end the pain, or bury the shame A monkey on your back, you have to unpack that load that weighs you Don't let it phase you, carry on, move out, use your head Don't let it rot your bones till you're dead Cause a loaded down bitter, sour nitpicker Finger on the trigger, not a trendsetter Needs to release, forgive, just let live Don't waste your life living out of vendetta I can be free Control me, carry no grudge, blemish or smudge. I choose to live. 
just forgive Don't but in me I can be free Sometimes it's friends and sometimes it's me Carrying on with hostility Can't round the corner, can't get ahead No matter the method or words that I've said It's true you need the utmost divine To give you the power to empty your mind And fill us with good things, noble, pure, righteous And you will find you might just like us Not a trick or a trick or a mind game I'd gain nothing if it was just me But power from on high in the name of Christ The one who forgave this humanity So we can get past the trash and the hype The stereotype and the dope and the pipe Forgive and forget, forget the regret You'll get, I bet, the real freedom set can be free, you can't control me, carry no grudge, blemish or smudge, I choose to live, and that means forgive, don't but in me, I can be free, I can be free, you can't control me, carry no grudge, blemish or smudge, Gotta somehow scuttle before it grips you The anger strips you, doesn't help And it'll make a fool of you, yeah And on it goes, where did it start? Nobody knows, but it ends in pain Like Romeo and Juliet That's why you see you need to be free Even though you deny yourself the pound of flesh What's your right? You might need to fight Cause it'll pull you down till the day of your death Stop, fresh, forgive, take a chance and live Maybe in the end, you're gonna walk in the light Hold tight to the faith, don't hate like a wraith And forget what you'll get in your set I can be free Don't control me Carry no grudge Blemish or smudge I choose to live And that means forgive Don't burden me Hi, McLean. How are you this morning? $850. I'm not familiar with that response. That's how much Charlie owes me for getting my port propeller hammered back into shape. I'll leave the bill in his mailbox. That's ridiculous, McLean. Why not just apologize to Charlie and make peace? Never. I don't want to. I'm not going to. So it's you, McLean. So, you think I'm going to apologize, huh, Charlie? You think I'm going to admit that it was all my fault? You think I'm going to get your repair money? Well, I'm not. Not today, not tomorrow, not ever. Unless I get a court order from a judge or FAA inspector ordering me to pay. You can just forget about whether Vane McLean admitting any fault in this whole ordeal. 
No, McLean, I don't think you'll apologize or admit any fault, and I don't think you'll pay for my repairs. I'm not even going to ask you to. I was just going to ask you to forgive me for any fault I had in this accident. You were? But, well, in that case, I forgive you. You take care of your repairs, and I'll take care of mine. Deal. Well, I better be going. I've got to get my DC-3 over to Upakataqua for the bicentennial celebration. You know, you're all right, Charlie. Charlie, I can't believe you admitted you were wrong. I didn't. I just apologized for any fault I had. That doesn't mean I had any. But to McLean, it'll make peace. Even though he was clearly in the wrong? You can't change people by hitting them with rules and laws. But maybe you can with love. Besides, I was just hurting myself by being so stubborn. This way I can move on with my life. I don't want to give McLean that much power over me. Bless your enemies. You've done good today, Charlie. Very good. So the next time you're hurt, let's suppose someone gives you a scratch an inch long. But then you pick at it, and pick at it, until the whole arm is swollen and puffy. Don't blame the other person for what you've done. You can only blame yourself for that. Instead, forgive, be gracious, and you will be amazed at how quickly those little wounds heal. Until next time, this is Captain Abel saying farewell for now from the beautiful Grand Mountain Air Base halfway between Upakataqua and Kalaru. Peter Porter Show is created by David Shorts. Peter Porter theme song is created by David Holly Shorts. Aircraft sounds are provided by aircrafttrivia.info. Peter Porter Show is available on the secondlevel.com or iTunes. Fifth Symphony is written by Ludwig van Beethoven 